2: You're listening to Underground USA.
1: Welcome back to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. Be sure to check out everything we do at undergroundusa.com. Sign up for the newsletter, which now comes directly to you anytime anything new is produced.
3: Here's this morning's segment... On the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce is broadcast on the Salem
1: and Genesis Communications networks to over two million people around the world each and every night. All right, joining us right now, the man, the myth, the legend from up there in Navari. And by the way, might be getting a little weather up here, but it looks a bit here. Frank Salvato, UndergroundUSA.com. Good morning, Mister Frank. Mister Cap. Are you getting weather up here right now? Uh, we got we get some wind.
3: That's just because we're in a transition period to a little bit, a little bit of cooler temperatures this weekend.
1: Yes, everybody. Sunday morning is when we're going to get it, and I do see something in the uh, the outer waters. Just it looks like it might be a little bit east of you right now, coming in our direction. So there is something out there, and there's plenty of snow to the north if you want to go find it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't. No. Not very far away either. <laughs> All, no, right. No, no, no. All right. All right. <laughs> Frank, energy independence is a national security matter. What do you think? Well, yeah. <laughs> you, you've
3: got to be drunk to believe otherwise. When you have to rely on, and this is part of that whole thing, in the beginning the theory was fantastic. Mm-hmm. The globalization of everything was going to replace mutually assured destruction with nuclear weapons. Countries being dependent on one another was going to make us cooperative. Well, maybe in a perfect world, where were people weren't uh, didn't have a nefarious side to them, you know most people, uh, and that would have worked. But you're seeing now how that theory was a miserable failure. We have to be independent when it comes to energy, because relying on other nations and other regions allows them to have power over you.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Well, now that America will no longer subsidize the war in Ukraine by buying Russian oil, however, I just found out we actually have 43 more days of buying Russian oil uh, according to the agreement we made with them, and we're honoring the agreement. But President Biden will have a choice after that. Will he do business instead with our enemies in Iran and Venezuela, or will he reverse the policies suppressing U.S. energy production?
3: Well, that brings up an additional point to to that poor choice. If, in fact, we' still got forty three days before the 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 sanctions kick in on that. How can he blame Putin for the elevated gas prices mm-hmm. you know if we're still getting Russian oil, then his whole big press conference about it, it's not my fault man it's it's vladimir's fault mm-hmm. it's it's russia's fault. that was all just an insanely immense lie that's right that he tried to foist upon the American people right off the bat. this guy
1: continues
3: to validate the fact that we shouldn't trust the federal government at every single turn. Truth does not come out of Washington, D.C., and out of the White House. That that is is almost codified. As for the choice we have to make, none of them are good.
1: We all know that we need fossil fuels, correct?
3: 96% of all energy that we use comes from fossil fuels.
1: Yep. And America, of course, relies on others to supply them at our peril. Now, the reality is we've achieved little besides hurting Americans and enriching our adversaries. And I say now is the time to change. Wake the hell up, America. Oh, absolutely. We need to go back to energy independence. There's no
3: question about that. Yep. And and we have the ability to do that. As a matter of fact, we have the ability to expand that we could have gone from the number 3 exporter of energy mm-hmm. from a year and a half ago mm-hmm. to number 2 or number 1 if we yep. really wanted to
2: yep mm-hmm.
3: it's not that we don't have the ability it's that we're having <clears throat> we're getting a, a a radical ideology stuffed down our throat to have to rely on a technology that is not fully developed yet mm-hmm. renewable energy and i'm all for it i am all for it. Well, who wouldn't be? Right. But it's got to be effective, it's got to be affordable, and it's got to be reliable. If the people on the left, instead of trying to figure out how to scam people into making them use it before it's ready, if they would take all of that energy yeah. and all of the, all of those resources and all of that, that thinking power and, and put it into making sure the technology is actually arrived... We would be we would be going down the path they would like us to go down voluntarily because the market would mandate it.
1: Yep. Well, hold that thought, folks. When we come back, we're going to get into an article that Frank wrote here at undergroundusa.com, and we're going to tell you about this article. And I hope you're ready to take some notes here because it's a common-sense approach to how we got ourselves into this mess and how we can get ourselves the hell out of it. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back.
2: When you need to know, the Captain's America Third Watch is the place to go. Overnight, live, 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern Time on this station. More common sense, conservative talk. Did you know that Yopon is the only tea plant indigenous to the United States? Hi, I'm CJ, the owner of Emerald Coast Tea Company. We have a line of Yopon Teas and Yopon Tea Blends that will open your eyes to tea that is literally made in the USA. Check out our entire line of teas at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mama's tea.
0: News, insight, passion. AM 930, the answer.
1: All right, Frank Silvato, UndergroundUSA.com website. Yes, sir, Mr. Frank, welcome back. Mr. Captain. We always have a a good time opining back and forth. And I want to get into this article that uh, you wrote. Uh, Let's see, UndergroundUSA.com is where it is. You put it out there to the people that subscribe to your newsletter and uh, other places where it can be seen. And, of course, it's all about... the Congress and, and Biden that they must couch all the special interest spending to correct the economy. And we're gonna get into this because they just passed that big old budget bill they've got the the Consolidated Appropriations Act of twenty twenty two. Boy does that sound impressive.
3: Yeah, that that just came out of the House and uh it's probably uh going to be I won't say rubber stamp, but it's gonna fly through the Senate. Uh, maybe with some amendments, but those amendments will be tack-ons. So, you know, we are looking at at something around the area of $1.5 trillion Mm -hmm. in the omnibus spending bill and and an additional, uh, I think, $1.65 for Ukraine billion for Ukraine.
1: Yep. So we're looking
3: at about $1. 1.6 $1. 1.7 trillion dollars that that they have allocated for the federal government to spend in fiscal 2022 in a time when their tax revenue is up in a time when when government has has never been larger than it has but at a time when the people are hurting. Mm-hmm. Very bad because of the policies that the federal government has in place and because they spend well beyond what the limitations of, of government are supposed to be. They've extended government so far beyond, beyond the lines that were drawn in the Constitution because of the bastardization of, of the General Welfare Clause. And, mm-hmm. and it's, it's insane. It's insane how far they've expanded when they should have been reined in.
1: Now, I'm going to throw some numbers out there because what we're looking at represents a 5.6% increase in defense spending, number one, and a 6.7% increase in non-defense spending, number two. Now, here's the first thing that's on your list. $25.1 billion for funding for agriculture, rural development, and the FDA, a $1.7 billion increase. I really don't have any problem with that because I know they've been getting shortchanged for a long time.
3: There's a, there's a lot of things on here that are, that are fine. I'm a little upset with the fact that there's more. there were more increases for domestic spending than there were for defense because defense is mentioned in the Constitution. Yep. That's mandated. We must provide for that. Um, everything else falls under general welfare. So, you know, if we're talking about uh, getting money to farmers... I'm all for that. They, uh, depending on their situations, mm-hmm. uh, the FDA, well, the Food and Drug Administration, I kind of lump them in a little bit with the CDC and the NIH these days. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to have to start showing me exactly how you're spending this money, and and doing it in a transparent <laughs> manner before I start, you know, uping things to to three agencies that have done nothing but lord over the people for the last two years.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, here's one that's kind of interesting, as I gather, gather, go down the list here. $5.9 billion in funding for legislative branch programs, an increase of $625 million, including $602.5 million for the U.S. Capitol Police, an $87 million increase since 2021.
3: Yeah, it's, you know, that when you put up these fences around the Capitol and don't do your job, I guess it's, uh, you need more money for that.
1: Yeah, how'd that work out for the truckers he, thing?
3: Yeah, you got you got to make sure that you that you keep the people's house away from the people, and mm-hmm. that takes that takes an increase of of tens of millions of dollars. Boy, people should be really ticked off about
1: that one. Yeah. Now here's one. one: fifty six point one billion in funding for state foreign operations programs, including a five hundred ninety five million dollar increase, which includes two hundred ninety five million for the countering Russian influence fund.
3: I, I I kind of thought that that was what the CIA did.
1: That's what I thought.
3: You know, you know the, the whole <laughs> counter the whole counter propaganda counterintelligence thing when it comes to foreign foreign propaganda campaigns really kind of thought that was already covered in the, in in trying to try to do the whole spy espionage let's create the narrative type thing that uh, uh, that were, that the CIA is supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to mention all of the other intelligence agencies that we now have if we got to start carving out large amounts of money just to go after specific people including China uh, then why don't we roll that into the place where it's where it's supposed to be budgeted
1: yeah, and uh, here 's one here eighty one billion in funding for transportation and housing and urban development, including twenty seven point four billion. For tenant-based rental insurance, and then here's the last one. Uh, the measure also includes 14 billion in emergency funding to support to Ukraine.
3: Yeah, I, I can understand that Ukraine. That's that was made to be a standalone, which uh, you know, which fine by me. I, I think every single bill should be standalone. Uh, going on record for this, I am absolutely vehemently against omnibus spending bills. These are these are 12 budgets. That should be crafted and passed on their own every time. We should start moving towards legislation that is standalone legislation. So every person in Congress, whether it's a congressman or a senator, has to be on record as yay or nay for mm-hmm. each individual bill. All of this tacking on bills together and creating these multi issue bills allows them smokescreen to be able to say, now, if I didn't vote for that, then then puppies would drown. You see,
2: mm-hmm.
3: because the law for not drowning puppies was attached <laughs> to give away everything in the treasury. Yeah, that's got to stop.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: We we have to push standalone legislation. Hell, make it an amendment to the Constitution. Wouldn't be a bad one to have, because then your elected officials on record for every vote and it's transparent, and they can't hide behind bundling.
1: Yeah. When we come back, and you can stick around for another segment, right? You bet. When we come back, we're going to talk about the economy, energy prices, decoupling the ESG. Uh, we're also going to talk about the supply chain, food prices, and the independence of infrastructure, some things that will help straighten this uh, mess that we're in out. And we're going to explain that. Frank's uh, written this, a very intensive article here, very uh, uh, inform- informative, and I'll tell you what: everybody needs to read this article, Frank.
3: I was a little ticked if you if you couldn't <laughs> if you couldn't you couldn't tell pal- you couldn't feel that in the writing as it went along. And yeah. quite honestly, it's all common sense.
1: Yes, it is, and it's something that needs to be done. People need to start paying attention to where their money is going, especially the money you give to the government because they're blowing it. They're blowing it. All right, we'll be right back with more. Don't go anywhere
2: you're listening to the captain's america third watch heard live right here on this station from two to six a.m eastern time overnight monday through saturday call 877-969-8600 and tell us what's on your mind he calls democracy messy props up the chinese communist party praises xi and his regime Known for violent oppression, invests in Chinese military companies. A defector?
0: No. It's BlackRock CEO Larry Fink, the CEO of a major American company who's gone all in on China. Can he be more anti American? Larry Fink, BlackRock. Taking your money, betting on China. Message paid for by Consumers Research, an independent educational 501c3 nonprofit organization. Log on to www.consumerresearch.org to learn more.
2: News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer.
1: Hi, everybody. This is the Captain, Matt Bruce. Tune in 2 to 6 a.m. to hear tonight what they'll be talking about tomorrow on this radio station. The Captain's America Third Watch. Always American and always conservative. God bless America. Alrighty, Thank you very much there, Mr. Announcer Guy. And by the way, before we go back to Frank Silvato, I want everybody to mark your calendars for April 1st through April 4th in Brandon, Florida, right here in the Tampa Bay area. That's April 1st through April 4th for the biggest rally of 2022. Stand up to tyranny, stand up to mandates. Hear from 18 great speakers featuring Lee Dundas from America's Frontline Doctors. You know who they are. John Maxey exposing Hunter Biden's laptop scandal. Yep, that's the guy that had the laptop. And Dr. David Martin bringing COVID criminals to justice and a whole bunch more. Get your tickets before they sell out at Let's Go Brandon Attend in person or stream online the first week of April. Brandon, Florida, the first, second, third, and fourth. And again, the website is Let's Go Brandon Don't wait. Get your tickets right now. Let's Go Brandon And I'll tell you what. I'm going to be there, looking forward to it. I'll be there all four days, set up uh, somewhere out front where all the exhibitors and whatnot are, in Radio Row. I'll be right there in that, and uh, we're going to see who we can see and who we can talk to, just like we did over at CPAC, because this is kind of designed uh, after CPAC. Now, back to our pal, Frank Silvato from UndergroundUSA.com. And, hey, Frank, you're invited, too, if you want to come over.
3: Well, if I if I can get down there I will. I think it's a great idea. Talk about talk about city fathers going, you know what, the economy's bad and, and Brandon did this. Why don't why why don't we hold something that points that out in our town named Brandon? Could go it guys.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll see how this works because uh the, they've got they've got a heck of a list of guests and I'm not saying who the other people are gonna be until they tell me, but here we go. Now uh, <clears throat> I wanna talk about some of the solutions you wrote in your article. Because like like you said, you got yourself in on this one. And uh, the best interest of what the people was today, you you wrote about some things that could be done. Let's start out with the economy. And I'm going to read what this says. The economy must be repaired in real time. And that means replacing the politicians of the Treasury, Federal Reserve, and Security and Exchange Commission with people who actually understand the laws of economics. Love it.
3: Well, yeah, we, we we're suffering this in a large part. Uh, if you take the the immediate ideological policies away from it, um, from inaction by the Federal Reserve, they they should have been adjusting interest rates all along. So Wall Street didn't jump into many markets, especially land markets, and and markets uh, that had to do with with COVID. Mm-hmm. When you're talking about the land markets, uh, that's all the construction people, that's all of the, uh, the housing markets and everything else. When Wall Street started jumping in there and gobbling everything up, they created the, for- the formula for, uh, because they were getting free money from the Fed, they created the formula for the Fed to have to raise interest rates radically and repeatedly, which in the end is going to kill the housing market again, mm-hmm. just like it was killed in 2008, so if you're in construction now with all these houses, there's going to be a glut of houses that have just happened. And if you're BlackRock, you've been buying up every house that's on the market to create a rental problem. Mm-hmm. And if you're, you know, in my neck of the woods, rental prices are through the roof. It's It's insane. So, you know, the Fed didn't act when they needed to act. And that means they are not following the laws of economics so what are they following it's got to be politics and politics shouldn't be the lord and master of government mm-hmm. so let's purge all the people that want to want to play policy games and political games when it comes to the stewardship of our economy and put people in there who understand the laws of economics mm-hmm. maybe you know we've given so many decades to the anti-milton Friedman, Thought process. How about if we go back to the Milton Friedman process of, of following the economic laws?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, here I go with energy prices because I've got an illustration here. Uh, the federal government should immediately suspend all environmental hurdles to energy independence and embrace an all of the above policy to the indigenous uh, energy production. Now we were energy independent and the third largest energy exporter. We talked about that already in the world just a little more than a year ago. There's absolutely no reason gasoline should be four fifty per gallon on average for one report. And we've also heard about gas maybe being as high as nine. Now here's what's killing me right now. I am looking at the wholesale price of gasoline. It has dropped dramatically. It's come down over a dollar a gallon. It's three sixteen a gallon at the refinery national average going out the door, the taxes get applied. Uh, state and local after that, and whatever the markup is plus the freight. Diesel right now is going out the door of the refineries for three thirty a gallon. Last uh, uh, on Monday, Frank, that was four forty four a gallon. Now let me just con- conclude with oil here. West Texas crude oil today, right now, one hundred six point oh two. That's what it's trading at right now. On Monday, it was hundred and twenty one dollars a barrel, down fifteen dollars. Now we got Brent crude, one hundred nine thirty three. That was one hundred and twenty-seven dollars a barrel, down eighteen dollars a barrel. Why in the hell are we still sitting up around four fifty a gallon for gasoline when the bottom has fallen out of the market two days ago? Now
2: yeah,
3: you tell me. Well, part of that, part of that equation, is the fact that the federal government and the eco zealots enmeshed in the bureaucracy that is now really our federal government. Mm-hmm. You know, Our elected officials are so lazy, they don't craft laws anymore that are comprehensive. They kick the the, the crafting of the laws and the minutiae of it over to the executive branch, which never should happen because it's unconstitutional, and the bureaucracies make rules and regulations that act as laws now. Part of that is the ecozones who will not allow refineries to be built on American soil.
1: Yep. You
3: know, we we haven't had an expansion of oil refineries in the United States for I don't know how long.
1: Thirty that's years. Always
3: where the bott yeah thirty thirty mm-hmm. maybe 30, maybe forty who mm-hmm. knows.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know,
3: we haven't we haven't had the ability to ramp up that kind of production in a long time. That's where the bottleneck happens. Not to mention, there there's a little bit of of market play here where the fear. And in, in, in cryptocurrency terms, they call it the fear and greed index. Mm-hmm. But where fear dictates the market, and it's irrational. You know, when you look at places like Sacramento, I saw a picture of Sacramento where, where prices were at $9.
1: Yeah. You know,
3: that's for, for a regular car, that's over $100 to fill up your tank.
1: Yep, yep, yep. All right, well, uh, decoupling from the ESG, I'll just mention that well, because I want to go to something different. Supply chain, the State National Guard should immediately be deployed for any backlog port of entry. And by the way, they are at most of the ports of entry. They are in Florida anyway, and we don't have problems here. And by the way, DeSantis just invited more ships to come see us, and they're coming. They're coming. Good,
3: and, and they should. And they should. There's no reason for, you know, they keep claiming it was caused by COVID. There's no reason. None. No. no. Zero zilch that we should still have this backlog it should have been done a long time ago yeah. and if that means that congress should come out and say you know what we're, we're gonna we've got a legitimate national emergency here we're, we're going to call it a national emergency and therefore we're going to be suspending everything every regulation every cost every tax and Anything that interferes with clearing up this backlog is now suspended until that backlog is dealt with.
1: You betcha. You betcha. And
3: that goes for the fuel prices, too. Mm-hmm. Anything that stands in the way of lowering that mm-hmm. needs to be suspended.
1: And then we got food prices because we haven't even seen the end of that yet with the farmers and the problems they're going to have. We're going to see uh, food prices that are going to go through the roof here uh, during the, the fall harvest season.
3: No, well, directly related to fuel, but it's also directed to uh, d- directly related to the, to the supply chain. That's right. You've got you've got large equipment that that farmers use to be able to farm, mm-hmm. and replacement parts they're through the roof because of the supply chain problem. Yeah. And you know, if you've ever owned a, a something that's big, whether it be a truck or a combine or or, or a tractor or anything else, you know that maintenance has to happen. Yeah, so the supply chain and the fuel prices directly affect our food prices and that's why you see that's part of the reason why you see your grocery bills going through the roof mm-hmm. and then you add the fear the fear in there that where people jack that up and all of the regulation that is placed on it by the federal government suspend it all suspend everything but food safety you know, and and, and and anything that has to do with the safety of the product itself from from farm to table. Other than that, suspend every other regulation that there is. And that should never come back.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it comes to music. Uh, I'm going to have to let you go, but I'll tell you what, people. You need to go over to undergroundusa.com, get this great article. I'm holding my hand right now. Read it, understand what's in it, and let's see if we can't get some of this done because it's common sense common sense, and we could use a little of that. Frank, have yourself a great weekend and stay warm. (laughs) Stay low, my friend. All right, that's our buddy Frank Salvato. UndergroundUSA.com. UndergroundUSA.com. Go over there and check it out. I'm coming back with the Sports Zone quarterback. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. We'll be right
2: back after this.
0: I'm Judson Carroll, and I'm an herbalist. I'd like to
1: invite you to listen to my show, the Southern Appalachian Herbs Podcast. It's available wherever you like to listen to podcasts. It's a show with a conservative Christian worldview, and it's about a lot more than just herbal medicine. It's about an independent way of life being more self-reliant, less reliant on the government, the medical industry, the pharmaceutical industry, and the supply chain. With freedom comes responsibility. Sometimes that responsibility is putting food on the table. Other times it's caring for yourself and your family with home remedies. So give it a listen. I think you'll enjoy it and it may just save your life.